Please wait till I tell you all about Newell Brands. Newell Brands shared its quarterly results. In fact, they were very strong. Joining us to explain and tell us about some of the numbers, Chris Peterson, CFO, President of Business Operations at Newell Brands. As I was combing through the numbers, every one of the five segments was better than expected. And the household appliances were a beat. You have outdoor products among my favorites like Marmot and Coleman and Camping Gas. And in the kitchen, you have Mr. Coffee. How on earth did you beat everywhere? How'd you do it? <laughs> well, it's been, a, it's been an exciting start to the year. We had 6.9% yes. core sales growth, which was on top of 20.9% in the year ago period. And I think it's a, it's a testament to the power of the brands, the innovation that we're bringing on the brands, and we're well positioned with consumer trends. Consumers are spending more time in their home. Cons the hybrid work uh, environment is helping us. The move toward outdoor living and wellness all of these things are, 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 are good trends for us to capitalize with our brand portfolio. Now, I know for sure there's no way you're immune to the supply chain issues, inflationary costs, whether it's having a truck and you have to pay the oil to move it from point A to point B, uh, labor, you have to pay more for wages. How are you navigating? And more importantly, how long do you expect it to last? Yeah, so the supply chain environment remains very challenging. We've made a number of choices to try to navigate through it, and I think we're well positioned. Uh, specifically, we've chosen to increase our inventory levels on top selling SKUs. We've accelerated our work on automation across our facilities, um, and uh, we are uh, driving strong uh, improvement in customer fill rates and um, uh, uh, across the organization. We've also increased wages for our frontline labor, increased training, and improved working conditions. And I think all of those things are helping us navigate uh, what is a challenging external environment. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine how difficult it must be. Um, you know, some of the other things, Newell's lineup includes Rubbermaid, Sharpie, Yankee Candle. Um, I mentioned earlier, Mr. Coffee Crock-Pot. It's just across the across the board. So one thing you're doing is building up the inventory. Are you worried that you might have too much inventory? Because that's a big thing, a big element. As I talk to economists, they have a hard time gauging even GDP because they can't understand CapEx spending, how much inventory companies have. Yeah, we are, we are staying very close to the consumer and very close to those trends for exactly the reason that you mentioned, Nicole. I think that's why we've chosen to bulk up only on our top selling SKUs. And so we've bifurcated our portfolio to say for the slower moving SKUs, we're gonna run fairly lean, but on the top sellers, we're gonna run a little bit heavier. And that's enabled us to supply better than we think many of our competitors, uh, which has enabled us to, to uh, deliver the top line growth that we reported this morning. Right, and so, your products, let's talk about the price point and the margins. As somebody who runs the books, right, the chief financial officer, you want to see some strong margins. And I know none of your products are, are inexpensive. I mean, Sharpies, which I love, they're not the cheapest thing on the wall there. Marmot jackets, which I love, are not are very, you know, pricey. But you're getting a good quality product. 
that's why I'm willing to spend on it. I don't own any of your stock or anything like that. But um, is, how are you doing on the margins? So we're doing pretty well. In the first quarter, our operating margin was up 50 basis points versus a year ago. Uh, we are not immune to inflationary pressure. Uh, we announced this morning that we're expecting inflation on our cost of goods sold this year to be 9%, which uh, comes on top of 9% that we saw last year. And what we're trying to do is raise prices where we need to to offset the cost inflation, but also drive strong productivity and get the non-value-added cost out of our system. And the reason why that's important is we want our brands to represent a superior value for consumers. And so uh, in terms of our portfolio, we're trying to offer products both at the entry-level price point, the mid-price point, and the premium price point so that we're well-positioned uh, uh, across consumer segments. Yeah. Well, I, I don't see any of your products here that are at the entry price point, but I'm fine <laughs> with that, and I'll take your word for it. I mean, a Yankee candle is no cheap candle. But again, a great product. How are you doing with competition? Because you do need to have things that are competitive. I mean, is it putting something on sale? Is it, how do you deal with competition? Because there are other candles, other jackets, other coffee makers. Yeah, we, we stay pretty close to the consumer and we wanna make sure that we're uh, driving consumer innovation that's con continuously inviting consumers to buy our brands versus the competitive product. And if you, we look at that in terms of market share, and if you look at the market shares on some of our biggest and most profitable categories, like writing or like the food business, we're gaining market share. And I think it's a sign of the strength of our brands, the strength of the consumer innovation that we're bringing to market. Uh, and so that's what we're focused on. It's a, uh, we get a report card every day when the consumer goes to the store and chooses to buy our brand or a competitor's brand. And we try to stay very close to it. Uh, to make sure yeah. that, that we, we remain competitive. Do you use AI? Are you using, I mean, there's all kinds of ways to do analytics and statistics, and um, are, yeah. are you finding technology helping you? Technology is no doubt a, a big help for us, and it's something that we're driving across the enterprise. I would say we're, we're using AI in parts of our business. There's probably more opportunity ahead uh, than what we're currently taking advantage. Uh, but I'll give you an example. When we do demand planning uh, for SKU management, uh, one of the things we've done is we've, we've created an artificial intelligence demand planning module that actually right. forecasts consumer demand in the future. And we're finding on some of the SKUs, the computer is better than, than the people in the old process we used to use. And so we're, we're, we're supplementing our process with AI to try to improve our forecast accuracy. Yeah, and just quickly, I mean, I'm out of time, Chris, but I've enjoyed this conversation because I love what you're doing with the company and a lot of fun talking about products that we all know so well. Just quickly, loyalty or, or anything kind of programs like that, if you do direct to consumer, do you have any sort of um, you know, loyalty or brand things or buy this many and you get a bonus, anything like that? We do, uh, and, and, and it's one of the brands you mentioned, the Yankee Candle brand. Uh, we have a direct to consumer website we have 5 million loyal consumers in the U.S. and we're, and we're, we're offering uh, uh, value for loyal consumers uh, and beginning to explore things like subscription models uh, on that business as well. Yeah, understood. 
Chris, nice to speak with you. Congratulations on, on an exceptional quarter across the board. I look forward to chatting again. Chris Peterson, CFO, President of Business Operations at Newell Brands. Thanks for joining us on the show.